Hello friends, welcome to the Hillside Church Podcast. My name is Brad and I serve Hillside Church as the lead pastor. We're so glad to be able to share God's word with you in this way. God has so much in store for you and for your life. And one of the ways God works in our lives is through the study of his word, like the message you're about to hear. Our prayer for you is that as you share in this message, if it's me preaching or if it's someone else, is that God's word would minister to your heart and life in a most powerful way. Thanks again for being part of our church family. God bless you. The day before he came, a long time ago, lived a king named Almighty God. He was a king like no others. His kingdom knew him as a living trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Three person in one, all having the same essence, co-equal as one. The king was divine and most glorious. His knowledge and power was indescribable, unmeasurable, He was magnificent on every level. He was absolutely pure, and all the treasures of wisdom could be found in him. He was holding all his creations and kingdom by his powerful words. He was well known by his kingdom for his unending grace and love. His beauty was beyond all words. The sun, Jesus, shone like an immaculate jasper stone. You could not find any blemish or deceit in him. The divinity of his father dwelt in him and was the exact representation of his father. Together, along with the Holy Spirit, they live in their kingdom, a great kingdom, one above them all. It was absolutely dazzling. The streets were made of pure gold, looking like immaculate glass. Inside, all the walls were made of all kinds of precious and colorful, flawless stones, while each gate were made of one huge, impeccable pearl. Everything was simply perfection and flawless. God's throne had the appearance of a blue sapphire, while the flooring in front of the throne looked like a sea of glass, looking like pure crystal. All around the throne, you could see a beautiful rainbow shining like an emerald, reflecting the beauty of its king. Many creatures were living in a kingdom, all created by God himself. They were beautiful, dazzling, and very impressive creatures, gifted with immense knowledge and great discernment. They were strong, powerful, fast, and eager to serve God. Some were called seraphim, while others were called cherubim. They had many wings and eyes all around. Each had their own duty. The seraphim were conducting the worship of the king, and the cherubim were there to serve him and to guard his throne. You could also find countless angels, radiant and astonishingly beautiful spiritual beings. They were at work for God, some being God's special messengers. It was an imposing, majestic kingdom. Everything was in pure harmony, a real masterpiece. Time passed and God wanted to create a people for himself, a new world. A world who would worship him and live in harmony with him. So together with his son and the Holy Spirit, they created a place called Earth. They added above it millions of stars, a moon and a sun for light and warmth. They filled the earth with all kinds of creatures, big and small, and finally they finished their work by creating the human race. 
who would be in charge of taking care of the earth. His glory was visible from the masterpiece he had just created. The whole world and the heavenly kingdom could see the perfection of his creation. Everything was just flawless. God's care, generosity, and divine love for his creatures could be felt and seen by the beauty of every detail, big and small. Years passed and the earth grew more, more populated. He taught them his laws and how he wanted to be loved, obeyed, and worshipped as their one and only God and king. He was a very patient and kind king, generously giving grace for his people. Like a father, he cherished and loved them dearly. His thoughts for them were countless, just like the sand on the beach. He was sovereign overall. Not, only, not even one bird would fall without God's knowledge and approval. He was in control and above all life on earth. His love, in his love, he longed to have a relationship with every one of his children, but at the same time, he didn't want to force his will on any of them, so he gave them the power to choose. Sadly, right from the beginning, they didn't choose him. His children grew rebellious and proud. They became blind to their disobedience, arrogant, and trying to cover, excuse, and explain their sins. Their heart was turning cold and distant towards him. One day the king, the almighty one, looked down at the earth and cried. His cry could be heard everywhere in heaven and earth. They have rejected me, said the king. Oh, my children, my precious children, I always wanted the best for you. He said while still crying. Am I not your father, your creator, your king? His story was very profound. His children had become indifferent with him. Now, because of their disobedience, the relationship between God and their, his children was broken. Their eternal destiny with him forever changed. There were no place in heaven, his kingdom, for anyone who had abandoned him and who would not humble themselves before him about their sinful hearts. The Almighty Heart was aching, torn, and broken. In his great compassion for his children, he knew that the time had come. The king turned towards one of his cherubim and said, Go, faithful servant, and please get me the angel Gabriel. Yes, master, as he bowed down before the king, leaving his presence instantly. In that same moment, Gabriel was by the king's side and said, Here I am, master. You have called for me? Yes, Gabriel, the time has come. Jesus will be leaving soon. Jesus? Leaving? Gabriel responded, surprised by the word of his king. Gabriel answered the Almighty One. Oh, Gabriel answered the Almighty One. My children on earth have turned their back on me. They have deserted me. The only way that I can have a relationship with them again is by sending Jesus to earth to free them, to pull them away from the depths of their sin. I so long to have them close to me, but, but it comes at a very high price. High price, master? What do you mean, Lord? Said Gabriel. Yes, Gabriel. Well, sit by my side and I'll explain it all to you, responded the creator. 
softly. See, Gabriel, my son will go. Jesus will go. He will take a human form, a form of a servant. I will place him by the power of the Holy Spirit in the womb of a virgin woman, continued the king. He will be born a son of man, a human child. He will call him Emmanuel. He will greatly humble himself to do this, for he is my son, the creator of the universe. But, but Jesus will go. He will do my work and teach my children about the, my kingdom and their need to repent. He will perform many miracles so men can see my glory. He will be the doctors who heals, the comforter, the prince of peace, giving hope to the people who will hear him. He will be the sun that illuminates everything. Oh, Gabriel, my children need to repent because there are no place in heaven for them unless they do so. God paused for a moment before he continued. Jesus will give it all, Gabriel. Give it all? Gabriel asked. Yes, not only will he live by their side, but he will offer his life by dying on the cross for them. He will become the prince of salvation. Gabriel's eyes filled with tears and a deep silence came upon the entire kingdom. Sitting at God's feet, Gabriel was mesmerized by what he was hearing. God's love for his children was overwhelming to him. He could not take his eyes off of him as God continued explaining his plan. Jesus, my son, will die on the cross even though he will not be guilty of any crime or sin. He will take upon himself the sin of the world. You know, Gabriel, how people have to be judged and punished for their sin? Well, no longer with Jesus, as long as they recognize that Jesus is my son and that they are sinners in need of salvation, of a savior. With his death, Jesus will bear the judgment for them all. They're, take their punishment. He will be their redeemer, their Messiah. Gabriel could no longer hold his tears back. What a gift. What a beautiful gift you are offering them, said Gabriel, shaken by what he had just heard. Your grace for them is immeasurable for you to offer such a sacrifice. A salvation through Jesus? Tell me more, Lord, said Gabriel. After three days, continued God, after three days I will raise him up from the dead, and everyone who will believe in him will will be set free and see his and my glory. They will once again be welcome into my kingdom for eternity, but also to have a relationship with me right now while still on earth. In Jesus, and only in Jesus, nothing will ever separate me from them anymore. Nothing, Jesus will be enough. Oh, I love my son so much, Gabriel. I delight in him, but I also love my children. I cherish them. That is why I am giving them my best in order to be reunited with them and spend eternity with them. One day, Gabriel, every lip will glorify his name and every knee will bow before him. My son and his sacrifice is worthy of all praise. Gabriel was listening attentively to his master and replied, 
he, he replied to him, so for any men that will recognize that they are sinners before you, then believe that Jesus is your son, died on the cross to take their punishment for them, then that he rose from the dead, those men will be found guiltless, guiltless before you? The punishment for their sin taken away, wiped clean by Jesus' sacrifice? Yes, exactly, replied God, who was glowing with joy. How can this be, Gabriel said? You are the creator of all things, yet you are offering your son, your only son? He is taking their consequences on himself for payment of their sins? How glorious, my king, said Gabriel. Your love is astonishing, magnificent. What a gift. Your grace, Lord, your amazing grace is awe-striking. That is my plan, Gabriel, said God tenderly. I want the very best for my children, so I'm giving them my very best, my son Jesus. God paused for a moment and continued. Now, Gabriel, said the Almighty King, now stand and go. I am sending you to Nazareth a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph. The virgin name is Mary. Gabriel immediately left God's presence and went to Mary. He said to Mary, Greetings, you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will... Conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So then the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. At the same time, all over the kingdom, all were worshiping, giving praises, and were in adoration before the Almighty King. It was a day that will be forever remembered, a day of great celebration. A Savior was to be born. Behold, the King has come, divinity incarnate, creator of the world, breathing out Behold what light has come And the dark cannot contain it The Savior of the world is finally here Oh come, let us adore Him Come, let us adore 